Hello everybody, I'm Brett McDermott and this is Doing Big Things where every week we dive into the habits, mindset and systems that are allowing the high achievers of the modern age to thrive. Now, as always, I don't want you to try and put everything into play that we talked about today. What I do ask is that you choose one thing that really speaks to you and you put it into action today. So we were supposed to have a Los Angeles real estate rock star with us today. His name's Cresp. Chris Binyamin, sorry for messing up your name there, Chris. Chris Binyamin, he's an amazing guy. He's a great speaker, a very in-demand speaker on the conference circuit right now. He teaches other agents how to excel on social media. The dude just climbed Mount Everest a couple months ago. Sadly, he had to cancel last second. And I guess we're going to give him a free pass because it was because his wife's water broke this morning. So I think we'll give him a free pass on this one. And I just wish him and his growing family the best of luck. It's such a special day. You know, we'll be sure to have him on the show when things settle down a little bit for him. I, I know I wasn't exactly in the state of mind to be a guest on a podcast when my little guy was born last year. So I think we'll give him a little bit of time before we start hustling him to get on the show again. So instead, what we're going to talk about today is the one single defining characteristic that all high achievers share. Now, it's not a great sense of humor or an incredible communication style, although, you know, those certainly help. It's, it's not marketing acumen or a master's in accounting or finance, although, of course, those are qualities that can help too. The characteristic that I am talking about today as the one single defining characteristic among all high achievers is great work ethic. All extremely high achievers have world-class work ethic and discipline. I mean, it is, it's impossible to do big things in this world without those qualities. You know, there are limitless, seemingly limitless amounts of distractions and easy pleasure buttons all around us. If we aren't strengthening our work ethic and discipline muscles on a daily basis, we are almost certainly destined for ordinary mundane existences. Now, I, I think anyone here listening, that's not what they want. That's not what I want. And between TikTok, doom scrolling, there's a new marijuana store on every, on every corner these days. Netflix is releasing amazing content every other day. I mean, we can seemingly flood our brains with dopamine whenever we want. So today we're going to go over five different ways to build legendary work ethic. Now, hopefully at the end of this episode, we'll all be able to squeeze a little bit more juice out of our days. All right. The number one way to build legendary work ethic is to make a plan every single day. Now, it's pretty hard to stick to a plan if you don't even have one, right? So what I found is that high achievers, they know what they want to accomplish every day. And this lack of ambiguity really allows them to jump out of bed in the morning and take action right away. So let's make it a habit every evening. Let's list out the five or so things that we want to accomplish the next day. Maybe it's hit the gym. Maybe it's call your mom. Maybe it's spend 30 minutes writing out the business plan for the new banana stand you want to open. I don't care. Whatever it is, let's make sure 
to write it down the night before. And just to kind of take a little bit of a tangent here and, you know, talk about my own, you know, experience with work ethic and discipline. I got to be honest with you guys. It's not a quality that's really come natural to me. I mean, my upbringing, I had an incredible mom and she just bathed me with love. I mean, every single day it, it was, it, I mean, she really was an incredible mother and she really instilled a lot of self-belief in me. So I don't think like self-belief is not a, a category that I lack in, but I will say she didn't really instill too much work ethic. You know, I didn't have too many chores. I was pretty much spoiled from the day I was born. I didn't really you know, get the whole, you got to work for what you want in life. So, you know, it's been a process and it's still a process for me to this day, building work ethic, building discipline. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, we don't come out of the womb, these in incredible, you know, work ethic demons that can just work 14 hours a day. Some people do good for them. That's not me. I don't think that's a lot of us. And I think it's, it's, it's a skill that we can develop over time. All right. Jumping back in the number two way to build legendary work ethic is to make and keep promises to ourselves on a regular basis. Now, certainly this is similar to number one, but it's a little bit different. So hang with me. Now, at its core, I think having legendary work ethic and self-discipline is about making and keeping promises to yourself on a consistent basis. Now, we need to trust in ourselves that when we make a plan, we're going to stick to it, guys. Now, I got this tip a long time ago and I thought it was a good one. And I personally like to divide my daily plan into two lists. There's a to-do list and then there's an I will list. I know, sounds a little woo-woo, right? But just hang with me here. So the to-do list are things that I am going to absolutely do my best to get done over the course of the day. I'd say usually I only get through half of them and the others kind of carry over to the next day. Now, the I will list is usually a shorter list. It's only really two or three things long. And these are things that I am promising myself that I will do today. Now, these are the non-negotiable high leverage items that are really going to move the ball forward towards my long-term goals. I think the more times we tell ourselves, I will do this, and then actually follow it up and do it, the more control we take over our lives. All right, guys, moving along. The number three way to build legendary work ethic. Have a mantra that you can fall back on when you're feeling weak. So basically, we're all going to have those times when we don't feel like executing on our plan. It's really nice outside. And all I want to do is play golf. You know, this is certainly a personal battle that I fight on a regular basis, but the fact of it is, you know, we're human beings, we're not machines. And I think it can help to lean on a mantra that we say to ourselves either out loud or internally that gives us strength. Uh, Jacqueline Isaac, for instance, is just this absolute rock star in the interior design world. She runs her own firm that she started a few years ago. She's killing it. She's awesome. She was on the show recently and she mentioned that she actually says the words, strength and focus to herself when she's feeling that her day is kind of veering off of path, off of its plan. Now, I, I personally have a mantra that I'll recite to myself that goes like this. When I make a plan, I follow through. That is who I am. 
and that is why I win. Now, I heard this from Tom Bilyeu a few years ago, and I just think it's a phenomenally effective piece of self-talk. You know, whatever it is, make yourself a mantra of strength that you'll be able to lean on in the face of distraction. Recite it to yourself frequently on a daily basis, and you'll start to see these words manifest in your behavior. All right, moving along, guys. Work ethic is building. I can feel it in all of us. The number four way to build legendary work ethic is to eliminate the things in your life that are holding you back. Now, I'm a big believer in addition by subtraction. You know, sometimes the best things we can do for ourselves and the pursuit of our greatness is not to necessarily add anything to our toolkit, but instead to remove things that are holding us down, that are holding us back. Now, you know, this could be any number of things. Maybe it's a, just a negative person in your life that doesn't support you in the pursuit of your lofty, ambitious goals. You know, when you tell them about things you're looking to accomplish, they, you know, they say, eh, why are you trying to do that? That's unlikely. You're probably, you're not going to make that happen. These people weigh us down and maybe eliminating one or two of these people, at least eliminating them on a consistent basis. Sure, maybe you'll still see them once in a while, but these aren't the people we need to be getting voice to voice with, face to face with every single day. Now, I think that it could also be a substance, right? It could be alcohol or marijuana or something that's consistently numbing you and keeping you from operating in peak state on a daily basis. It could even be, you know, a so-called fun hobby that maybe you've developed an unhealthy obsession with that's consistently taking your focus away from the important things in your life. The first thing that comes to mind in this category for me and my personal journey is alcohol. Now, I stopped drinking about four years ago at this point, which is crazy to even say out loud. And I've got to say, anyone out there who kind of has this internal feeling that booze is holding them back from being their best person, they should commit to 90 days alcohol-free and just see as an experiment how it changes their outlook on the substance. Now, four years ago, I had gained some weight. Overall, I just wasn't feeling very focused and determined on Monday mornings after a full Sunday of drinking beer and watching football with the boys. And I heard about this 90-day alcohol-free challenge that people were doing. I don't know where I heard of it. I think it was Instagram or, or, or Twitter or something. And I decided, you know, that would be a good experiment. Let's give it a shot and let's see how it feels to be completely booze free over the course of three months. So over the course of those 90 days, I went to weddings and bachelor parties and I went to football games. And, you know, these are all events that I would have previously imagined alcohol you know, being an absolutely necessary part of the equation to be enjoyed. But what I found was that I was having just as much fun, if not even a little bit more fun at these events without the booze involved. I, I realized, you know, it was never the alcohol that really brought the joy. It was, it was the human connection. It was the music. It was the energy. It was the atmosphere that was really at the source of the happiness associated with these events. So well, I don't want this to be a, you know, anti-alcohol rant, by the way. You know, I, I did not make number four, you know, legendary work ethic comes from stopping alcohol. That, that was not the, the point of, you know, this specific um, hack here. But, you know, I do think that, you know, there is probably something in all of our lives 
that, that we can eliminate that's dragging us down. And maybe it's not alcohol. I think there's a million people out there that have one or two drinks a week and it doesn't slow them down one bit. But I do think that if you really did some digging, a bit of an audit on your life, I bet you can find something that is dragging you down and that maybe just maybe you'd be better off without. So what I challenge you to do, figure out what in your life is possibly holding you back from being your best self and just commit to a 90 day breather. That's it. You're not saying goodbye to it forever. You're just saying for 90 days, I'm going to put this off to the side and see how it goes. You may never look back. All right, guys, rolling along. Number five way to build legendary work ethic is strengthen your focus muscles and eliminate distractions. It's kind of a two for one. I kind of cheated there, but I wanted to make it five ways instead of six ways because five ways just sounds better. Something about that number five, right? Nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's six ways. Five ways though, maybe you'll give that one a chance. Okay, so unfortunately sitting at a desk for eight hours doesn't mean we have incredible self-discipline. Uh, eight hours can pass pretty quickly. And if we're just skimming through Instagram reels, or maybe we're like rereading that amazing email that we sent out yesterday, you know, the really clever one that, that we've reread five times today because we're so impressed with ourselves, or maybe we're researching our favorite football teams, potential off-season acquisitions. None of that is really moving the ball forward towards our goals, guys. But the highest achievers on this planet, they all use their time well. And when they're working, they're working, guys. And it's been found in studies that it can literally take the brain roughly 20 minutes to regain its state of focus and flow after it gets distracted. Is that scary or what? So like you're in the flow, you're focused on a project, maybe you've really been you know locked in for 15 minutes. Just by checking your email or doing a little doom scrolling on TikTok, you're kind of resetting the clock there. Your mind is going to take 20 minutes to get back to that state of flow and state of focus. And just think of all the great work that we're leaving on the table by never really even getting into that state of focus and flow because we're constantly you know, chasing butterflies. We're looking at Twitter. We're looking at this. We're looking at that. We're never getting into a great state of flow. And we may never do great work because of that. So to combat this, you know, I think we can do a few things. I'd say number one is we can start a regular meditation routine. Now, it's a fact that the parts of the brain that pertain to focus are just more dense in meditators than non-meditators. Now, I will say it is a very tough habit to ingrain early on, but it is so worth it, guys. Start meditating today, two minutes. Tomorrow, do three minutes. The next day, do four. Eventually, build it to a, a point where you can do 15 to 20 minutes a day. And I guarantee you, you're going to see a huge difference in your ability to focus on a task for a long period of time. Another thing that we can do is to work in 25 to 50-minute sprints of focus. Try this. Set a timer and for a certain amount of time, focus all of your energy on the task at hand. After the timer goes off, give yourself a little break, check some emails, ESPN.com, do a little doom scrolling, have a blast, whatever you want to do, and then get back to another session of focused work, 25 to 50 minutes. Set that timer and stay laser focused on the task at hand. And I think just one more thing we can do is just eliminate distractions. I, I personally use an app called Freedom on my phone that allows me to block myself from using social media and going on other distracting websites for certain amounts of time. 
I found it to be invaluable when I'm at the office and focusing on my high leverage tasks. All right, guys, there you go. Whole episode, 16 minutes, you're out of here. Five ways to develop a legendary work ethic. Now, I hope you all really enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed researching it and making the episode. And as always, of course, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review or a rating on whatever amazing platform you're joining us on today. And I really hope that I see you guys next week. We've actually got a guest next week and you know, hopefully their wife doesn't uh, go into labor right before the episode. If they do, then then we'll, we'll talk about something else. But I really um, appreciate you guys being with me here every week along the way on the journey. I will see y'all next week. And until then, let's get out there and let's do big things.